Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 56. Mm-mm. 57. 57. Yes. Ah, 57. See? Episode 57 of Human Sushi, live and direct, coming to you straight into your living rooms, 100% uncut, HBO style. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, HBO style? Raw and gritty. Raw and gritty? Yeah. HBO has a, I would say, a um, reputation for being raw and gritty and bringing like cutting edge television. They're the best, I think, right? Out of all the TV channels? Yeah, of all the people that make, like, you know, episodic TV series. Out of all the people? No, I would say there's projects out there that, you know, rival some of their projects. Right, but as a collective, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I think HBO is probably the best. Yeah. They probably believe, like, in promoting talent, you know what I mean? Like, over, like, profitability. What is your opinion of Watchmen now that it's over? I loved it. Really? I loved how it wrapped up. Okay. Yeah. Like, I loved now the whole thing. You're not the only one that that felt this way, right? Like, yeah. the first few episodes, it's like, oh, I don't really like it. And then once it started picking up, it was like, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, you know? But, of course, I think those first few episodes are absolutely necessary, you know? Yeah, no, they are. But they're also, like, a little bit strange. And even still, I, I would say, like, slow-paced versus like the end of the season you know but the last few episodes. but it all paid off it paid off beautifully. it all paid off no the way that it ended up was amazing you know i was impressed definitely you're familiar with the novel or you've only seen the Zack snyder movie um i'm familiar with the novel but like i probably one time you know what i mean a long time ago okay. no, i never owned it um and yeah i've seen the movie yeah okay i'm a fan of the movie i love the movie okay so did you understand like all the character references and all the the little you know nods to the book and stuff i did but um yeah i mean definitely like there it's all pretty well explained you know they were clever one of the things i liked about it um was you know watchman the book Mm -hmm. kind of is based around uh the death of the comedian Mm -hmm. this one is based around the death of Don Johnson. Like it kept these little structural things that are super subtle, but, but it's like emulating the structure from the book, you know, and they, they like adapted it in such a smart way like Mm. that, you know, with all these subtle little nods, you know, that is, that is a nice touch for sure. You can tell that's when people actually care about the material, you know, versus just trying to do something, you know, to get paid. Well, the way he wrote (laughs) Dr. Manhattan's character was, I mean, he, clearly understands the character you know what i mean like right. he's basically speaks the same way he speaks in the in the book what do you think motivates dr manhattan to want to fall in love like you know if you're a being of supreme power i mean you can basically create your own you know life you know and 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 intelligent life you know why are you in the need to fall in love like is it something, is it the only remaining human part? Is that what it's supposed to represent? I think so, man. Yeah. Like, love, it doesn't matter how, s- like, smart you are. Like, love is the one thing that's, like, impossible to explain, mm-hmm. right? So what would, like, the most powerful thing in the universe want to conquer? It's, like, the one unconquerable thing, you know? Right. Like, yeah. You think Santa Claus is the most powerful being in the universe? In the real universe? Santa Claus? Yeah. What the fuck do you mean, bro? Do you know that when I went to a uh, Christian school, mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy <laughs> wrote Santa on the chalkboard, right? Oh and then he no. wrote Satan right <laughs> under it. Like, he was trying to say, like, gave a whole class trying to, like, give the correlation between Santa and Satan. Wow. Like, they both take the focus away from God. They're both red. Mm-hmm. They, it's a bunch of shit, dude. The, right. Like the chimney is like the fire, the hellfire, you know? <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. How involved were you like in uh, religious stuff growing up? Were your parents like, all right, you know, did your mom take you to church? Like how was it? No, I was baptized and I did uh, first communion. Mm-hmm. But um, like once we moved to the U.S., never, never was a regular at a church or anything. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. It was more like in DR, I guess. It was more like built in from family tradition you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like once we moved to the u.s we never went to church again got you yeah yeah 
I was like heavily involved. I was like an altar boy. Really? Yeah. Like my sister, like red, like, you know, the whatever they were, like the from the book of whatever, you know. Right. And uh, yeah, man, we were like heavily involved in the church, like, you know, church plays and festivals and all that. Oh, stuff. shit. Yeah. Until what age? Until like 12 or something like that, 13 or something. I was like, nah, that's it. Like, Did any of it like soak in? Like probably the guilt part. The guilt know? part. That's yeah. what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course, you know, like that is ingrained in anybody that grew up Catholic, I would say. Is yeah, like guilt. definitely. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, for the most part, I would say there's good, valuable lessons there. I mean, in religion, period, you know, mm-hmm. um, the overall message is good. You know, I've never had any personal negative experience with religion, but I know religion has been at the... Uh, has been the poster child for a lot of conflict, you know, in the right. past, really, because it's just being used, you know, but but it is what it is. You know, it's a very um, polarizing topic, so it's easily used to, you know, arm the masses against each other. Yeah. It was never a big thing for me. I was, I grew up Catholic, but for some reason I started getting trouble in, in school and mm-hmm. shit. So my mom put me in a Christian school because she thought it would be, like, rigid and would, like, you know, teach me fucking i don't know put some structure in my life or some shit like mm-hmm. that um so that shit was completely foreign to me because mm. it's like it was like some really just southern you know baptist mm. white people to, you right. know what i'm saying as far as the teachers and stuff like uh, you know the kids were hispanic and you know there was some white kids too um but the teachers were like just people i could not relate to right you know what i mean um yeah, it was weird. It was a weird experience. Yeah. Religion is a weird thing overall. Like, it's hard. You know, so if you try to explain it in a logical sense and say, like, oh, it's our need to have a reason for being or to need to have an explanation of where we came from, right? So we invent religion. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense that we would do that, you know, as a race. But... um I mean, obviously, there's people that I'm not trying to trample on people that actually believe in this. You know, like that's I believe it. If you believe in it, that's fine. You know, I personally don't. You know, Mm -hmm. so I mean, I guess that's why I'm trying to clear that up before we even get into this discussion. You know, (laughs) right. Right. So So what is it that you're saying exactly? I'm um, meaning like. okay, so. If you accept that to be the truth, that's fine. That's what I'm saying. But like. You made me lose my place, man. (laughs) (laughs) Religion is such a fucking crazy shit thing to talk about, you know? Yeah. Because, like, the stakes are so high. Like, the people that believe it really believe it, you know? Yeah. Definitely. And and it's, like, it's fine. You know, I don't knock it. I don't knock it. There's nothing wrong with it is what I'm saying. You know, like, it's fine to believe in what you believe. Right. Especially most religions have a positive message behind them, you know? Right. And my thing is like, okay, don't try to pass it off with logic, though, because that's one place where you're not going to win. You know what I mean? I've had these conversations even with like a few friends that are religious, you know, and it's like, you know, there's a reason the word faith exists. Mm -hmm. You have to have faith because there is no logical way to explain it. Correct. You know, so, you know, that's what kind of bothers me a little bit. Like, don't. If you want to believe in God, believe in God. Or it's not even God, because, like, I don't know that I don't believe in God. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Creator. But if you want to believe in... Right, right, exactly. Mm -hmm. But if you want to believe in religion, cool. Believe in it, but, you know, don't tell me that Jesus Christ is, like, even a historical figure. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is that I believe it's it's our need to explain why we're here that Mm -hmm. creates religion in the first place, you know? Like the story, you know, then obviously it also has, it's a way to unify a group, you know? Um, right. Have you seen that? And communicate values. Yeah, exactly. Like Across generations. Exactly. Like what's that movie, like that post-apocalyptic movie where they have like, they're looking for a Bible because it's like the last Bible or something like that. Um, but the whole point is like to say that the words in the Bible are invaluable, you know, like they could help control, you know, masses really. Right. Maybe the book itself is God. Maybe. Like in <laughs> in the <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My brain is blown, man. <laughs> Dude. Dude. That's some high ass shit to say. <laughs> the book is God, man. Yeah. He was in the wine and the bread, why not in the book too, you know? 
He wasn't. Yeah, I guess he wasn't. That's fucking weird, man. Mm-hmm. Eat my flesh and like that sounds Drink like some blood. freak shit. Dude. Yeah, that's like some cult shit, right? Like that's some freak shit, bro. Drink my blood. Like that's what you're supposed to be doing with the wine is drinking, drinking that man's blood. Yeah, a lot of atrocities have happened. In eating his flesh, which is like pause. First of all, you know what I mean? <laughs> like seven. What is it? The fuck you mean, bro? Four hundred BC pause. <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get some new sound effects. That wasn't even like a good moment for that. I mean, whatever, man. I just remembered it was there, to be honest. We're just flying all oh, this on this one. Oh, all right, cool. I like it. This is my style. Yeah, we're going from religion Merry to... Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, what are you doing for Christmas? Um, spending with family, really. Um, nothing exciting, you know. Visiting, doing the rounds, and saying hi to everybody. And yeah. Yeah, you know. I kind of we, volunteered to, like, cook not cook but well yeah cook okay. to make like the uh the the protein for your family yeah so at first it was just gonna be me and my mom and sophia and my grandmother mm-hmm. and then it's like now an uncle and, and you know my uncle my right. aunt and my cousin my two cousins which but, is cool but aren't you pescatarian right now yeah i'm making fish okay, you know what i mean <laughs> and so like look that's that's cool you know what i mean like i could handle eight pieces of fish okay but now they're changing the venue on me. See what I'm saying? Now that's now that's too many. Like, like you're throwing me off now too much. You know what I mean? Uh, what are you? Show it was supposed gang. to. Yeah, man. You know, I got no, just fucking with you. Um, like it, it was going to be at my mom's and now they're thinking about doing it at my uncle's house. Okay, so they so didn't change the whole men, the, the whole venue on me. But you know your plan I mean? was to cook there. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Why don't you just cook at your house and take it? Cook. It's fish. I'm going to bake it. So like. There's no point in, like, baking it way before. Like, I'm going to bake it when everybody gets mm-hmm. there. You feel what I'm saying? I'm going to have it, like, seasoned and shit and prepared the way I want it. But Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going to okay. bake it when, okay, when I get there. Yeah. Are you going to bacon it, though? Is there bacon involved? There's no bacon oh, okay. or any dead pigs of any kind. <laughs> Just dead fish. I love bacon. Why is it okay to eat fish? I should be asking myself. I yeah, guess, why right? is it okay to eat fish it's, and not any I guess it's animal. not. <laughs> but I don't, like, is not. because of their tiny brains and because they breed? Uh, in such large numbers no i don't like not eat uh you know meat or chicken because of any like moral reasons okay yeah it's not i'm not like one of those kind of people you know why is it then honestly yeah it's just like super shallow you know what i mean like at the last new year's party and shit we met like this older couple and the Mm -hmm. dude was like in his 60s and bro looked mad young he looked like he was in his 40s and it's like yo like so what do you do and shit he's like bro i don't eat i haven't eaten meat in 30 years i was like for real haven't eaten meat in 30 years i was like okay Mm -hmm. so i was like bro let me give it a try for a year right i was inspired i got inspired how long has it been it's gonna be a year on new year's a year on new year's okay yeah nice i haven't eaten uh pork i haven't eaten you know beef which has been the hardest one right and chicken and you know turkey all that shit man i don't know how you do it man i've been eating fish i'm not even like i'm not even like a steak guy like i'm not i haven't had a steak in a really long time but like just like salami you know what i mean like salami for breakfast or something like masita de puerco and shit like that you know i was that was one of the things that like you know i've missed the most is look one it's hamburgers Mm -hmm. i fucking love hamburgers bro (laughs) you know uh and Dominican, like, I don't know if you ever had it, like salami frito, you know what I yes. mean? On top of the mangu with the fried egg. I've had with the fried tre, egg. Lo tre golpe. Mangu, not so much, no. I miss that shit the most, man. Because I've had the mangu with the fried egg, but it's missing the, the sausage, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And then there's a place called here called Atlacat, which is like Undern. That place is fire breakfast, like huevos rancheros. Like uh, aguacate, like soft, you know, soft cheese, sour cream, like beans pureed. Like I don't know, man. I'm gonna be hungry, bro. Dude, I'm telling you, that's just you know, fire. you know what else I miss? Hmm. Uh, pepperoni pizza. It's funny. Like I thought the thing I would miss the most was steak, right? Because like I'm a, a nice, big fan of steak. Yeah, like a good steak is delicious. And I haven't really missed it that much. Yeah, you know. A hamburger though, yeah, I would kill for a fucking hamburger. I love barbecue, man. I gotta have, I gotta eat meat, you know, like not all the time. I I do too, man. I don't eat it that often now, but you know, good barbecue every once. Oh, I love barbecue too. I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah, but you could still like you could do cool things on a barbecue even if you're not eating meat. Like you could roast some, you know, uh, 
mushrooms. You yeah, know I you love can. barbecue baked beans too. You yeah. know what I mean? You can roast some mushrooms, some corn, you know? I tell you, I made some uh, portobello mushrooms the other day mm-hmm. and like cooked them like a steak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I buttered them. I put some salt and pepper and shit, just like a fucking steak. Right. And I cooked it like that, like three minutes on each side. And yo, them shits came out super good, bro. That's what we serve like on, on my uh, event job or whatever. Like whenever someone says I want a vegan meal, a vegetarian yeah. meal, like normally it's a portobello mushroom. Portobello steak. mushroom? Yeah. Shits are bomb, bro. Yeah, no, you can't go wrong. Everybody loves it. Yeah, you know? yeah. They're bomb. Either that or my chef makes like a delicious like tofu curry medley. Like it's delicious. I mean, why call it a steak though? It's a portobello mushroom. Though. They always do that with like vegan and vegetarian Stop food. They it. try to call it like, you know, what's that? There's a restaurant on the beach. I can't remember. But yeah, they're like, uh, you know, something, something burger, you know, and it's like something that's made to look like bread. You know, <laughs> it's made to look like a burger patty. You know? I think there's some law that went out that like you're not allowed to call it like almond milk anymore. Now it's like almond drink. Or some, or like for certain ones, I think. Hmm, wow, because there's no milk. Like right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know, man. I wish that products were more farm to table, like type of thing. You know, like I wish there was smaller communities, but in big cities, I don't know if that's possible. You know? Yeah. Like they would have to start like urban gardens everywhere, and like you know, I don't think that's gonna happen because the re- Miami's already so congested. You know? Fuck that, bro. I'm gonna get my Spanish citizenship. <laughs> You're going to move to Europe? I'm going to fucking Spain, dog. <laughs> if I'm eating yeah. scrambled eggs in the morning, I know the name of the chicken that fucking laid them, God. Right. <laughs> you know, we're talking to people like, ¿Qué vas a hacer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to develop a lisp. Right. Know? Exactly. Yeah. No, man. You can't move to Spain, you crazy ass. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not move, you know? Right. They're not too fond of foreigners out there. Oh, yeah? Like people integrating into... Well, well, maybe that's wrong. They're not too far fond of tourism. Okay. And like a bunch of people like right on the walls talking about tourists go home and shit. Like they're pretty mm-hmm. hostile to that shit in Spain. I went, I visited um, Barcelona and I thought it was a great culture. Like I didn't encounter any of that at all. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, we had a great time. The people were really cool. Like actually that's one of the things I liked the most was how cool everybody was, you know? That's been like a growing sentiment for some reason over there, man. Yeah. I don't know why. Mm. So I would imagine that me going out there as like fucking American, you know? Right that people might have a problem with that you know yeah but you're also brown so they might not know they might not even notice right yeah, yeah if i develop a lisp yeah. if i do the little lisp i think yeah, it'll be yeah. good yeah <laughs> yeah you just gotta you gotta practice because you can't go too crazy with the lisp you know and i got they'll, they'll pick me out right impression. away I, I got too much taino <laughs> you think so yeah bro yeah they'll pick me out yeah, yeah. They, they'll know you're yeah. right no but yeah man like uh europe uh, we're going to italy in next year and like we're looking forward to that. That's too. sick. Yeah, man. Like I want to drive the Coliseum. Well, we want to drive the whole country. Like that's our idea. Like you know, like so you say move. Like man, I wish I could move. Like sometimes I really contemplate like picking everything up and just being like, let's go. Especially now we don't have kids. You know, like and you know we could just go. Mm-hmm. You know, but like that's crazy thought you know what i mean to move somewhere why is that a crazy thought because like what happens when you run out of money you know what i mean like you have to get a job immediately and hopefully you do and if you don't you're screwed you know yeah that's where you and i differ man right i always just go and just just figure it out yeah Yeah. no i'm down i'm down to do it i've done a lot of stuff like that you know but now with erica it's different you know she's definitely more like grounded in the sense of like let's save let's build let's buy a house you know etc no it's just not bad but yeah. You know, the other day I said something that I thought I would never say. And I was like, man, this new vacuum is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, fuck, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Dude, I'm like vacuuming and we got a new vacuum and it's like picking everything up. And I'm yeah. like, this is great. And I'm like, oh, wait, what the man. hell? Yeah. <laughs> what happened to me, man? <laughs> yeah, man. It's something about fucking household chores, man, that just like, I fucking hate them, man. Uh, I was never I hate cool. him so much, like, man. Damn. <laughs> if I wasn't cool, what the hell am I now when, when I'm happy about the vacuum, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that one, the the Roomba? Is that what it's called? Yeah. The one that, like, moves by itself and shit? They have a new one that's, like, a pet Roomba or something like that. I want that one. I think it looks like it does. I got fooled by commercials. I get fooled by commercials, man, like, all the What time. do you mean it's a pet Roomba? What does that mean? So it has, like, a self-cleaning brush. I can't believe we're talking about this, but it has a self-cleaning <laughs> brush, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, we become domesticated, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> oh, the other day, man, like I had a leak in my fucking faucet, and I f- replaced the hose, 
afterwards i felt like damn like i'm a handyman I'm a fucking man i had bro. to buy a ranch and shit like i think <laughs> we've become so like you know used to calling a handyman or whatever right, right. Like, yeah. as men like you know that we've forgotten like hey we can fix these things on our own yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i would definitely probably call a handyman I mean, yeah. I, I first fixed it by tying a shoelace to it, right? And, like, trying to seal the... I mean, depending what the problem was. If it right. was something that I thought I could fix, I'd, I'd try to fix it, you know? But, right. like, replacing a hose... Well, maybe replacing a hose or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I got under the sink. I replaced the hose, and I literally, like... Yeah, no, I'm calling the handyman for that. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, was, I got lucky. I wasn't smart enough to take the hose and take it with me to Home Depot. I just looked at it, and I and guessed... You're like, that's the one. And I got to Home Depot. I was like, <laughs> this looks like exactly like it, you know? Yeah, I got the right one, changed it out, got a bunch of sludge on my face, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, not not replacing any hoses. Felt good though. I'll build the hell out of a table though. Felt good. You when got it some like shit from IKEA? I'll build that <laughs> as long as it comes with directions. That's the new like you know macho man. You're right. <laughs> Maybe I'll build anything from IKEA. Yeah, it gave me like three hours. <laughs> I'll change a fucking uh, flat tire. Yeah, could do that. Yeah, no, that's kind of manly. That's valuable. That's <laughs> valuable. Still, you know, that's kind of manly. No, that's valuable. <laughs> yeah, that's good. No, like, yeah, I wasn't born with that gene, man. I be- see. Like, that's where I think maybe like sexism can be a positive thing. You know, like mm-hmm. in a way, right? Like, I believe that's chivalrous. You know, like for my wife, for example, like mm-hmm. if she ever had a flat tire, she'd probably call me. You know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Come out there, and of help course, her, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, anytime I drive her car, I put gas in it, whatever. You know, yeah, like me too. I put gas. I was fucking with agony for that shit because he posted something. If you don't post, if you don't put uh, gas in your wife's car or your girl's car, you're a piece of shit. Right. I was like, damn, <laughs> homie. What I happened mean, to yeah. women's liberation? You yeah. Know what I, mean? I mean, it's not that serious, but I mean, it's cool, you know, to do. It's like a nice thing to do, you know. But yeah, it is. I never let my girl put gas. Yeah, it's like yeah. chivalrous, you know. Again, like. Yeah, I always open the door. It's just like certain things I don't let go of. You of know? course they can do it. You know what I mean? Of course they're very capable of doing it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like we're not saying they can't. Yeah, yeah, like why is it taking it like that? You know right. what I mean? Like she is happy for me to do it for her. You yeah, know? I'm putting you on a pedestal. Like right. I'm showing you, you know what I mean? Right. But it's just how we communicate. It's right. how men communicate. You know what I mean? Right. But then when it's time to wash the dishes, then it's like, no, you can wash the dishes too. You know, like. Wait, right, right. <laughs> but I just opened the door for you. What yeah, you mean? Exactly. What you, you mean? Wash the mean? dishes. When was the last time you pumped gas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Washing dishes is something I do now. Yeah, man. I'm telling and you. Vacuuming is another thing. It's I like can't even talk shit though. Like I don't even <laughs> like what wash dishes, bro. Like Eric, you don't even wash dishes. I do, I do. But I'm saying like well, Erica washes them a lot more often. I have a washing machine. Like I have a dishwasher. Mm, mm. So I'd be fucking with that. I don't fuck with the dishwasher, man. I'm very picky about washing my dishes. Like I need to. Ha- You're very picky about the way Erica washes <laughs> your dishes. <laughs> Word. I don't care if I have to do it. You know what I mean? Like mm. it has to be good. You know. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. What do you mean, get the fuck out of here, man? Like, But, like, I rinse them first, and then I put them in the dishwasher. I never, like, leave them with, like, food particles and shit Mm -hmm. like that. I rinse it, and then I let the dishwasher soap it up and do all that. Yeah, I'm not even saying the dishwasher doesn't do the job. I'm just saying, like, I'm that, like, paranoid about it that I'm like, no, I got to see, like, that it's scrubbed. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why. Nah, I scrub it myself. That's what I'm trying to yeah. tell you. Even if it's without soap, I'll take off any fucking gunk. Any it's not gunk. I'm not eating crazy shit. But you know, <laughs> any the crust, slime, you know, yeah, yeah. I'll, you know, any crust and shit like that. I I scrape it off and then I throw it in the dishwasher. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. See, like, I don't know. I just I'm a fan of hand washing. You're just not a fan of doing it. I'll do it. I'm not a fan of it. You just said you won't. No, who the hell's a fan of it. washing dishes? I'm though. not a fan of it. No one is. Yeah. It's the worst chore there is. Besides cleaning the bathroom. Yeah. But it's something about, like, the disappointment on your girl's face when the dishes are all fucking <laughs> dirty and shit like that. You oh, know? yeah, for sure. It just makes you do it, you know? Yeah, no. Erica now, like, it's to a point where she'll be like, you know, hey, can you do the dishes tonight? And I'll be like, yeah, no problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but it's not but always. But you wait for her to ask. Yes, yes, unless she's sick, <laughs> unless she's sick or something like that. You know then you mean? go extra, extra mile. Yeah, of course. You know, okay. I, I got her back when she's sick and stuff like that, you know. Mm. But yeah, no, I'm a piece of shit, bro. Like she seriously does a Same. lot for me. You Same. know what I mean? Like yeah. I could do more for sure. Yeah, I'm very lucky. I'm very grateful. But um, I put up the Christmas tree yesterday. It's a fake tree. 
Okay. It's like three feet tall. All right. But, you know, I put it up. I put some lights and shit. Like nice. to, like, surprise her. You yeah. Know? What does Sophia celebrate as far as, re- you know, religion or, mm. or like, holidays, that, you know? Nothing anity. Nothing anity? Yeah. She's nothing. atheist? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't speak for her. Right. I don't know about atheists, but, okay. you know, she's right. not religious. She's not religious. Grew up Catholic, I think. She's into, like, Catholic imagery. I guess so am I. I love Catholic yeah. imagery, you know? Me too. I have a rosary hanging from They my got the flyest shit. I'm sorry. The Catholics got the flyest shit. Yeah. Yeah. The cross is like, come on, son. The That's iconography a, is yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, dude. Yeah, it, it really, really is. is. It really is, man. Like, it's really cool. Like, I like all, like, the... The rosaries, you know, everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's got the most style and shit, I mm-hmm. think, you know. But, <laughs> but they rape children. And Catholics got the flies <laughs> gear. <laughs> right. Yo, they also fuck kids. Yeah, no. It's that's not, not good. That's not cool. <laughs> Yo, like, there's this guy that I know that his dream growing up was to be the Pope. Like. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. But then, like. What compels a person, man? To be the Pope? To just, like, to be a nun. Isn't the to be, I'm talking shit. Like one of my one of my aunts was a nun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I had an aunt That's that was crazy. a nun. Yeah. Okay. Um, How was she as like? Did you know her before she became a nun? No. And then okay. No. You always knew her as, as a, nun. a nun. Yeah. Okay. And they would drop me off at like so she she lived at like a church that was also a school, mm-hmm. and this was in DR, you right. know. And they would drop me off, and I would spend all day there at the church and shit. So it like demystified religion a little bit for me even though that's not what they were trying to do right but it like demystified it for me because i was in church on my on like their off hours right i was in the church hanging out and shit they had a basketball court and shit was you know i i was around all the iconography and shit a bunch of nuns <laughs> it was crazy you know right. uh, it almost yeah. you saw the behind the scenes operation yeah you know I mean? exactly yeah I, I saw the way the they make what is it they make the bacon the way the <laughs> <laughs> whatever the slay the cow yeah exactly. I don't know. Right. <laughs> slay the pig yeah um yeah no man like for me same thing like i worked at the church you know so it was like a lot of you know behind the scenes seeing things right you know a lot of seeing people come in and ask for stuff and that kind of stuff you know so yeah it makes it hard to like buy into shit, yeah. that shit you yeah know? definitely but there were like these really good people there man like you know they sh- i i believe very much in the sense of community that church provides you know but like that doesn't justify I, I don't need it or something for me you know what i mean like i i'm fine building my own community out of friends and family and people i love you know versus right. having to need that church community you know and, and it's not only with church though like have you noticed it with people that like sell herbalife right you know what i mean yeah i mean that is like a little bit culty and that's what grabs people you yeah. know like People love being a part of that. Yeah. Know? And they go to like these seminars and another one is Primerica. Mm-hmm. Like I went to a couple of those like meetings uh, one time because I knew somebody that was into it. I never, I was never into it. Did they know? almost get you at all? No. Never? Okay. Never. Okay. Not even close. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went to support, you know, someone that I was close with at the time. But mm-hmm. yeah, bro, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, man. They you try- see it and you're like, damn, bro, you're fucking... I'm weak, man. Like, they got me with timeshares before. <laughs> really? Almost. Almost with a timeshare one time. I almost signed the dotted line because they were like, yo, it's like 13 cents a day, man. Seriously. One like, guy <laughs> sold me, like, like a cheap-ass speaker set one time. Uh-huh. That's, like, the time that I got got. You know what I mean? But okay. other than that, I never really got got. No, like, traveling, I get gypsy. Like, this one time, they got me with the bracelet trick. They're like, oh, a bracelet for you. You know, your beautiful wife and shit. It's like, my wife's like, no, no, chill, we're good. And I'm like, hey, he's giving us a bracelet. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving us a bracelet. As, we're good. As soon as he put it on, he's like, $10. I was like, oh, motherfucker, you know. And you paid him? Bro, he had already tied the bracelet on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> You just had to think about that just one. Untied, dog. <laughs> it was like a knot. I mean, we're in the middle of a fucking crowded place. That's obviously the scam. You know what I mean? Mm, nah, they never got me with that. They got my boy with some fake weed in Jamaica. Oh yeah, yeah. Damn, that's no in Bahamas. He's like, yo, yo, I'm gonna go get some weed off this guy. I was looked at the dude. I was like, okay, it looks a little sketchy, bro. Yeah. And he went. He came back, you know, and he was like, yeah, super excited. He's like, yeah, man. He fucking unrolls it, and it was just like newspaper. I was like, how did you think this was fucking weed, bro? Oh, man. Yeah. 
No, dude. Yeah, God. Every, every time I go to Jamaica, I smoke more than I can possibly smoke in my entire life. Like yeah. it's like, dude. Every time I'm like, fuck, I can't smoke anymore. Them regs, smoking them regs. Regs, yes, yeah. that's what they smoke, man. Last fire, time, I'm I'm sure, dog. Yeah. It's probably fire. No, yeah. Last time I met this Rasta dude and we started smoking, and this dude was like just talking about like how he's got you know so many women and all this other shit, and like every time he's just like. Like literally, we're smoking a the J like a big ass fucking joint, and he's rolling another one. And this is just the entire time. I think he's gonna be done. He like starts another one. I'm like, fuck, can't smoke anymore, man. That's funny, man. I used to be able to smoke a lot more. We used to do like sessions where we would each roll something to the head. Yeah, and then everybody just sit up and light their own shit. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like I'll roll a joint and I'll take a few hits. I'll put it out. I'll take another couple hits later. Like I could smoke a lot if we're in a session and shit like that you know what i mean and we're passing around joints yeah that's fine but if i'm by myself it's like i'm not trying to get super blasted you know it's like everything in life man like you just slow down man like you realize like yo what the fuck am i just trying to like cram everything in at once for yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like yo chill i don't need all that yeah, yeah chill young man you know <laughs> there are times too where like i want to be a little more clear you know like, I won't smoke before certain things. Right. You know? Yeah, like, at the beginning of this, I was super high. That's why I lost my, my spot when we were talking about religion <laughs> or whatever. But, like, on a date, you like, I wouldn't want to smoke before going on a date, you know? No. Because no. you get in your own head so much. Right. Like, sometimes, like, it depends, man. Like, I've been through phases where, like, I was like, yo, I'm not smoking before work. Like, that shit's crazy, mm -hmm. you know? But then, like, I've had phases where I've smoked before work yeah. all the time. And I'm like, right. oh, it's cool, you know? Yeah. I'm fine. And sometimes more productive, too. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, definitely more productive. Like, yeah. I'm more, like, in a zone, you know? Yeah, same. For work, it works really well, you know? Um, but, yeah, there are occasions for sure, you know, like, obviously, if you're going to, like, a funeral or some shit, you don't want to be high, you well, know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Or do you? <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like if it were more socially acceptable, I think it's understandable why you would want to be high in a fucking horrible situation. You know? But, you know, even like for like a social setting, mm -hmm. I won't want to be high. Like if I'm going to go drinking with my boys. Right. I won't really smoke. Because no. like for what, man? I'm going to get all in my own head and shit. I know how I am when I smoke. I'm like, I, th I think a lot. You know right. what I'm saying? And it's because I enjoy thinking. You yeah. know what I mean? So I just just default to that. You know? Yeah. No, but see, like, I smoke, I'll smoke. If I'm going out, like, let's say to hang out with you or whatever, mm -hmm. we're going to go get a beer and watch a fight. I'm like, yo, let's smoke. And yeah, drink. we'll smoke. Yeah, we'll smoke. Yeah. But I mean, but like, yeah, I guess if I'm going into a party where I don't know anybody and shit, like, I usually try not to be high, like super high when I get there. But I'll be like, I'll probably smoke like two hours before we got there or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'll get there, we'll chill, whatever, and then I'll scope out the situation, and I'll find another pothead, and then we'll start smoking. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's how it normally goes, you know? Yeah, I feel you in that sense, you know? But I feel like no matter what, I'll eventually get into my own head, you know? Yeah? Like, we could be in a conversation, and then, like, as the conversation starts trailing off, I'll just start going deeper and deeper into my own head <laughs> to where I'm not even there anymore, you know? <laughs> it's like, what is this guy still talking about? I hate this that, man. Like, <laughs> Sophia hates that I do that. And it's like, and I know I do it, you know what I mean? Right. But, like, I just can't help it. What do you think it is, ADD? How do you talk to me? Maybe it's ADD. I trail off with you, too, bro. Yeah, I'm just really good at covering <laughs> it up. <laughs> All right. Cool, I'm just yeah. really good at covering it you up. You just bro. ask questions before I can think to ask This questions. podcast has been good training for that, though. Mm -hmm. like yeah. Like, learning to listen and just, like, stay focused, you know what I mean? And okay. stay in the conversation. Still, I'm still working on it. Like, there's a lot of times where you will say something and I'll have a really good point, but then the conversation will go somewhere else. And, and you I'll, lose it. I lose it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still trying to work on that short-term memory, you know? It's an art. Oh it's yeah. more of an art than... It's the art of not smoking. <laughs> Pot. We thought this was just going to be, like, talking shit, but, like, even in doing the show, right? Like, keeping the show interesting and keeping... It's it's a natural conversation, mm -hmm. but in some ways it's not. Right. Right? It has... It has... It started off very naturally, and it still is, I would say, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. there are moments more so recently that have not been as natural because we've started to realize like okay you know we're we need to inject this here or do this or do that or whatever it's know? funny i don't remember if we were talking about this on or off air but you were saying that you feel like your performance has changed since we started doing the video right. aspect of right. it yes like i'm more aware of the camera you yeah. know so like 
yeah, last episode, like, I was really like, okay, let me focus on the conversation and what we're doing here, you know, and I'm yeah. trying to do that again today. It's not working, though. You know what's, <laughs> a, that's a, a good question, I think, for the bento box, 561-708-0072, is like, I would like to know, if you've been listening to the show, uh -huh. right, for a long time, you know, has the show changed yeah. Since we started doing the video. Are we getting better or worse? Are we thinking of the joint? Like or just has it changed, <laughs> though? Yeah. You know what I mean? Has the vibe of the show changed yeah. since we started doing video? Yes. I wonder. I, I Overall, I would say, has the vibe of the show changed? We've been doing it for a year, mm -hmm. you know, and, like, I want to know what you think of the show. What was it before that, that, what do you think we were doing before that we're not doing now? Or, or what do you think of the show? I like you wouldn't know because you don't listen to it. I right? was listening to the last episode. It was really good. Yeah, I thought shout it was out, funny. shout out to Triple Z. That I was a dope episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I thought I did a wonderful job. Thanks to me, <laughs> <laughs> patting myself on the back for those listening on audio. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm trying to think if you were like a little more trolly or less trolly. Well, that could just be a result of me actually learning. That I was trolly because, you know, like, mm. but I don't feel like I'm trolly. I really don't like because, man, anybody doing anything positive and trying to live out their dreams, like I applaud them. I really yeah. do from the core of my heart, you know, but like I have a preference of what I think is good and what I don't think is good, you know, and that's it. Like, it's just I can't change that, you know, maybe it's contrarian, right? Contrarian. Maybe it's not like so much trolly, but it's. Uh -huh. But it's like funny to call you a contrarian because you're also into like really mainstream shit. You I know love I mean? mainstream yeah. shit. Yeah. Maybe I'm the contra I'm so much a contrarian that I think you're one. You know? <laughs> I mean, you're like there's less people that are into what you're into. I would say. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, I would say if if we're looking at it like that, you would be the group being that contrarians. You know. Right, but then you'll say that like Scorsese sucks. You know? Right. I never said Scorsese sucks. You literally <laughs> put those words. Okay. Well, you know, whatever. Together. You slandered the God. You know what I mean? Nah, I've only said nothing but nice things. Like, yo, this guy's pretty good. Like, <laughs> you know, like he really nailed this last movie. The Irishman was fantastic. Man. The Irishman was great, man. I thought the pace was really good. I was interested the whole time, you know. Yeah. Um, again, I thought it was a little bit like them glorifying each other a little bit, you know, like. I didn't get that at all. But other than that, you know, I thought I, I had the sense like they didn't do like a lot of takes on a lot of scenes. You know, it was kind of just like, OK, let's go. Oh, action. Boom. They acted and they were like, oh, my God, you're amazing. You're amazing. Everybody congratulated each other. And then they moved on to the next scene, you <laughs> know, because they're like De Niro and Pacino. You but know what's I mean? giving you that vibe? What in the movie is giving you that vibe? Because I've seen them be better. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you... They're older, though. You're thinking about them from 20, 30 no, years ago, but man. The, I mean, acting is acting. You know what I mean? No, like, it's not, bro. You have to adapt your acting to your physical shell. You know what I mean? Exactly. Whatever that is. Exactly. Yeah, I That's thought, what they're doing. Yeah, I didn't want them to be physical or anything like that. You know what I mean? But what... Even, like, they're acting. I just didn't think it was, like, their best possible performance. You know? like Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci, yes. Joe Pesci, to me, like, that was one of his best performances ever. Like, but Al Pacino and, and De Niro, I thought, you know, were, could have been better in certain moments, certain scenes. Like, that, I think one of the scenes you mentioned that you really liked was the bedroom scene, right? Like, when they're in the hotel room. Mm -hmm. I thought that scene was not that strong. I thought it was, like, you know, a little weak, you know, personally. Really? Yeah. I thought that's so cool to see, like, Pacino and De Niro, like these fucking legends, mm -hmm. you know, and and pajamas. instead of like this glorified, like, you know, cop versus robber thing, like in heat and shit, it's like they're in some hotel room, sharing a hotel room right? in fucking pajamas, you know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and having this like, this conversation that really shaped a lot of things that happened in the movie, you know what I mean? That's when Pacino start or De Niro starts realizing that like, Pacino is gonna do what the fuck he wants, and right. this is, might be a problem. You right. know what I mean? I thought it was great. Yeah. I don't. Again, I don't see any of those things that you're saying. I think I, you might be like projecting it. No, I just think that exactly it was a pivotal scene in the movie, and I just didn't think that De Niro really delivered the severity of that realization. You know what I'm saying in that scene? You know what I mean? Like he didn't really show us like 
he kind of just it kind of like maybe saw like a spark in him that was like oh yeah like this might be a problem you know what i mean i saw a guy that was conflicted Mm-hmm. A guy that knew that there was a problem but right. couldn't really express it because he also has mad love for this guy. You right. know what I mean? Right. That's what I got from De Niro's performance. Yeah. Like, he he did what he had to do regardless of his feelings for Jimmy Hoffa. And you could tell that he really, really admired the guy. You know what I mean? Right. And he did what he had to do like nothing. Yeah. You know did, he, I mean? did he show conflict? Yes. Was it like... Did he sell me on it one million percent? No, you know what I mean. He sold yeah. me on it. Like yeah. I picked up on that subtext easy. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I definitely picked up. No, on yeah. That. yeah. I mean, it was easy to pick up on. Is what I'm saying. It could have been more subtle. It could have been more nuanced. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> my God, man. Yeah. Robert De Niro could have been more nuanced, huh? Yes, I've seen them be better. Both of them. That's crazy to me, man. I've seen them be better. You know, I would. I uh, mean, also, it's like their own like filmographies are working against them at this point. You know what I mean? Like, of course you've seen them be better. Like De Niro was in fucking mean streets. De Niro was in Godfather. Like, so was Pacino, you know, like I haven't even seen those movies. (laughs) Okay. I saw mean streets. You don't know what the fuck you're saying. (laughs) No, of course I know what I'm saying, but you like, these guys are as legendary as it gets. So it's like to say that I, I've seen them be better. It's like, what are you really saying there, dude? You know, I think they did exactly what those parts called for. Like with Pacino, I saw this that's what really I mean. stubborn guy who was like really flashy and really showy. That's what we wanted to see from that character. And De Niro, you saw this kind of like meek guy who kind of ends up in every situation by some force outside of himself, mm-hmm. right? And he's kind of just like this passive guy mm-hmm. that ends up becoming who he becomes, you know? And, and, he sells me on the conflict. He sells me on, you know, being a guy that always gets the job done. And then Pesci is like the silent fucking boss. He sold me on that too. No, Pesci's acting was amazing. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, I think if you would have been directing this film, right? Like, I feel like you would have fallen into that same syndrome of being like, wow, you know, that take one, amazing. Like, cut, print, let's go. Next scene. You know what I mean? Like Because like... Uh, I have some sort of a reverence for these people. Yeah. Like, I think you're watching it. You're watching it with like rose colored glasses. No, but I think you should give me more credit than that. Cause like I've all, I've never had a problem saying I don't like something from either my favorite directors or my favorite franchisers or whatever. Mm -hmm. I've never had a problem saying it. Like, when I say I didn't like Django Unchained, people like still to this day, like, what do you mean you don't like Django? I don't like it. And you know how I feel about Tarantino. Like, right. I have no problem saying that. Right. I didn't like fucking Batman versus Superman. I didn't like Dark Knight Rises. Right. And that was Chris Nolan doing a Batman movie. I didn't fucking like it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I have no problem saying it. So, like, True. if I thought that Pacino and De Niro were whack, mm-hmm. which, bro, De Niro has been whack a lot of times in recent memory. Right. You know what I mean? Bad grandpa or whatever. Yeah, I got no problem saying it. But I really thought that I was, to me, I was watching great performances, you know? Yeah, I thought they were good. I just thought, again, they could have delivered a little bit more intensity, you know? Maybe I'm biased for Scorsese. I don't know, you know? But, like, am I any more a fan of Scorsese than Tarantino? I just think, like, Scorsese hasn't done anything that's really disappointed me like that, you know? Yeah, I love Django, personally. Hugo, I didn't really care about. Yeah. But, like, just everything he's done, I Hugo's liked it. good. I liked Hugo a lot. You like Django, you said? Yeah, I like Django, too. Mm. Tarantino, well, I haven't seen Once Upon a Time Hollywood. I'm about to watch it. I rewatched it. Yeah. Mm. How did it hold up? Not so well, man. No? You're not loving it still? Because you came out kind of like, yeah, I liked it. It was very cool stylistically, but you weren't, like, I could tell you weren't loving it, you know? Yeah, it's, I feel worse about it. Mm. I still like it. I still, you know, I like all his movies. Mm-hmm. I like them all, you know. But there's some I like more than others. But this one, you know, a lot of it just seems so pointless. Yeah. And I get that he's like, it's a lot of like world building and like, you know, showing you like the the, the tapestry of this, you know, of this world mm-hmm. that he wants to show you this 1960s Hollywood thing, you know. But we didn't need all that. We didn't need all that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, like we were talking earlier about um like famous 80s directors too. We were talking about John Hughes. Yeah. 
And like the fact that he wrote Ferris Bueller in seven days, yeah. you know, and it became like such a hit. Like, and this guy had like hit after hit. Like you were talking about Breakfast Club is like better for you than Ferris Bueller. Yo, Breakfast Club versus Ferris Bueller. Five that's six one seven zero eight zero zero seven two. That's a which one is better? For sure, yeah, man, that's a great question. I say Breakfast Club. Oh man, like Breakfast Club is deeper. I think it has more replay value, you know. But um, I would say that. Ferris Bueller's Day, Ferris Bueller's Day Off has more like classic lines, more like even more infused into pop culture than Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the more uh, popular one. By a little one. bit, by yeah. a little bit, but no, you're right about that. Yeah. It's the more popular one. I'm saying which one is yeah. a better movie? I say Breakfast Club. Yeah, it's a smart movie, man. They never made a part two. You see, this is the back in the days where she was like, "Yeah, nah, there's no part two to this. Yeah, like, this is it. This is it." Yeah, man, I miss those days. That's great, right? Yeah, like. Everything is a franchise now, man. Yeah. Like, a lot of people now are saying, like, oh, I hope they don't make season two of Watchmen because it was ending so, so good. I hope so, too. I hope so, too. Like, I've never heard that, you know, in recent memory. You know? I would be disappointed if they did season two. You think so, man? They left it on such a great I note. Man, like, let me tell you, mm-hmm. that show was, like, Westworld level good, man. Let I don't t- think so, man. Bro, no. I, I will take the Pepsi challenge with that first season of Watchmen right. against almost any first season, bro. Like, as far as a first season, that shit was fucking strong, man. Right. It was strong, bro. The way they, like, wove in all this, like, the racial stuff and, like, real history combined with the Watchmen history. I don't know, man. It was it was a really good fucking show, man. The racial history, man, felt, again, I, I've said this to you before, it just felt, like, a little bit, like... Uh, attention grabby you know what I'm saying like something to be like oh you know this is kind of we're going to center it around this and this is going to be great because it's a very uh, hot topic or whatever I understand and usually I'm not with like the woke shit and like that corny shit you know what I mean but I felt that it worked for this story it did work like okay so there's a certain part of the show on a certain episode where they start to kind of pull away from the racial part of the uh, Seventh Cavalry or whatever it's called, right? That's what it's called. Uh-huh. Um, and they started kind of just using them as like the bad guy, you know what I mean? Versus right. like, oh, they're into all this racial, you know, whatever, you know. Um, once that happens, it's fine for me. Like that point, I'm like, okay, now it's we're getting back to entertainment. Like this is good. And I think a lot of people, what we said earlier, a lot of people thought the show picked up after a certain point, you know, and that's how I feel about it. Yeah, it um, all it all makes sense to me, man. Like the comic book was also was very concerned with what was going on in the culture at the time, mm-hmm. and what was going on then in the eighties was the nuclear fucking you know possible nuclear War. holocaust, right? Right, the Cold War and shit, right? So why wouldn't the twenty nineteen version right focus in on the focus in on that? Yeah, issue. yeah, no, and I, I don't dislike it. You know what I mean? I just was, like, kind of trying to, like, figure out what kind of show is this. You know what I mean? Like, it throws you off from what the show is. Right. You know, like, once it gets into, like, okay, they start showing the giant squid and et cetera, et cetera, and cars start falling out of the sky and, like, blah, 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 then you're like, okay, I see now what this show is, you know? But in the beginning, you're like, what am I watching? You know what I mean? But that's by design, though. I get that. That's by design. I get that. If you you stick with it, eventually they'll pay you off. You know what I mean? To me, that's good writing. It's 2019. And you got to make a good first impression. But that's, look, even if, right, like, because it felt like the racial stuff felt natural to the story. Right. But if it felt like maybe, if you thought that maybe it was like a little bit of a marketing thing to like bring in the woke crowd, how's that a bad idea? As long as like it's natural to the story and they're like, hey, you know what? We can take this and like market it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it didn't feel 1000% natural. Like It, it just did to me because like once you start with the fact that, spoiler alert, um, <laughs> Hooded Justice is a black man, right? Right. Which that explanation could not be more perfect. The fact that he wears a fucking hood and a noose yeah. around his neck. Right. The, making him a black man was almost like obvious. You know what right. I mean? So once you start there and you figure out that his daughter has to be Angela, then you're going to cast a black woman. Then she's married to a black man. So, like, it all feels natural. It doesn't feel forced. You know what I mean? And that's fine. Right. I think that's fine. There's nothing like we also have to have a little bit of a like because, look, 
I have those same sensors that you do for like the ultra woke shit, mm-hmm. right? That I'm just like, oh man, this is pandering. Watchmen never felt like pandering to me because they justified it with the story. So it didn't feel like pandering. That's like taking it one step more than what I'm saying, but it just felt like a little bit like that they chose to focus the story around this topic, you know, like the writer specifically, that that felt like a little bit like easy target. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it just didn't, it felt not natural to me, just not natural. Hmm. But look, once I think, they turned the dial down purposely on it. I think it was brilliant. I think it was, um, you know, done on, I think w- the dial was up at the beginning on purpose to kind of create this like backstory or whatever. I understand like a lot of people, you know, need the roller coaster right up or whatever. For me, that's never the fun part, right? The fun, the part, the fun part of the roller coaster is the part where you're going down the fast part, you know? So yeah, but you can't go down without going up first, without going up first. I get it. You need the payoff, bro. Right. Like food won't be good if you're not hungry. You know what I right. mean? You need the payoff, bro. Yeah, so but like there are you're saying, now that shoot you up versus just like click a tick, click a tick, click a tick, click a tick. You know what I'm so saying? So go watch a fucking Marvel movie. They shoot you. Go watch a Marvel movie, dude. I love Marvel. Yeah, good. I am. Gonna then go don't watch, watch The Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> don't get mad at me though, man. I'm still gonna watch The Watchmen. I thought it was great. It's like, just once like the roller coaster ride started. I was like, wow, this is fun. You know. But like knowing the comic. I expect that. Mm-hmm. I expect to like not be bombarded with just action and just like, you know, let the kind of, you know, like you said, let the roller coaster go up before you, yeah. you know, take me for the thrill ride. But or because you expect it doesn't mean that it changes the fact that it was like a little bit slow paced. You know what I mean? It is. At the beginning. What you call slow paced. What I consider slow paced at the beginning. Yeah. You know, whether for whatever the reasoning was or whether you liked it or didn't like it. I mean, for me, I thought. It was a little bit slow paced. But you stuck with it. Yes. So it worked. No, because there was enough in those. Yes, it did work. Yes. Right. It did work. There was enough in there. Yes. I'm saying. If you're a storyteller, Cap, like, you know, you want to set up the ending. Mm -hmm. So that's just good writing. You know what I mean? They're like, look, we have to get this story stuff in there so that we can have this, so we can justify this ending. Because if the whole show is just people fucking shooting each other and all that shit, then what the fuck are we watching, man? You know? Yeah, no, I understand. You have to justify it, but the trick is to, like, try to throw it in between enough action shit to keep people engaged, to keep, you know, to stay on the ride. Right. I thought the show was really good. I thought it was brilliant. I didn't think it was, like, Westworld level, you know? Yeah. I thought thought so. I thought it was. was. Yeah. I thought it was good. I love the ending. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's really good. You love the ending? I thought um, episode eight. I love the ending too, but I thought episode eight was stronger. Yeah. And seven. Uh, a guy seven. walks into a bar that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Eight was strong and seven was strong too when they revealed Dr. Manhattan. That was a strong episode. Right. Man, that, that show was, yeah. that's a good show, man. Eight was strong for sure. Seven and eight, I thought, were like. Because once they the get hellest. into that whole, like, you know, how we view, you know, the world and space and time and everything else, you know what I mean? Like, then. That guys my attention for sure every time. Doctor Manhattan's a great character, man. Yes. Rorschach is a great character too. I think he's the one that was missed the most. Mm-hmm. But Looking Glass, I think, was was kind of the new Rorschach. Yeah, he kind of kind of yeah. He's very like idealistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and also like what they did with the Seven Cavalry, like kind of patterning themselves after after Rorschach. I mm-hmm. thought that was fucking brilliant. Yeah, I thought that was brilliant. Because if you look at like Rorschach's like dialogue from the fir- from the Watchmen, the original, mm-hmm. he's kind of fits along that line. You know, he's very conservative. Mm-hmm. He's like very strict in his ways. You know, it, it makes sense that like this white supremacist organization would like adapt his words or whatever. You know, right? Yeah, no, I thought the no the nods to the comic and to what's happened already in the story yeah. were really good. Like they didn't that I don't think they tried to like and push they d- and they don't force fu- feed exactly. it to you either, exactly. man. Like they're confident enough to just give you a little bit mm-hmm. and know that you're gonna figure it out later. Yeah, you know that I think they did a great job. Yeah, right, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fucking brilliant. I I yeah. I loved it, man. Yeah. Like I I'm also taking into account the fact that it takes balls. To write a sequel to Watchmen. 
Right. Like that's fucking ballsy, man. It's true. It's like you know probably the most critical, like critically acclaimed graphic novel of all time. Right. right. It takes balls to like take that you know those characters that world and like write a sequel. Right. And try to make it like definitive too like if they really do just one season mm-hmm. this is the fucking sequel this is watchmen 2 you know what i mean yeah agreed i'm gonna watch it again like i go he literally yeah. watched every episode back to back you know yeah i kind of wish they would do like the original watchmen as a series now just so we can have like the bookends you know what i mean meaning the the, like ori- the like, 50s like adapt the graphic novel no i'm saying adra- oh. adapt the graphic novel oh, as a okay. series i thought you meant like a prequel no, no, no. The the one, you know what gotcha. I mean, with Rorschach and Night Owl and that that whole shit. That movie's so good, I wouldn't touch it, man. The movie? Yeah. You think so? I like that movie a lot. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I like that movie a lot. It we was cool. Mention, we don't mention it enough here when we talk about comic book movies, but that is a comic book movie, and it's great. I don't love it, man. I feel like the action is too stylized in that movie, and it kind of. It kind of flies in the face of what Watchmen is about, you know? Why is the action just like too um, choreographed or like... Yeah, it's too like Zack Snyder-y, you know right. what I mean? I love his style though, you know? Yeah. I love that he makes the heroes look big on camera, you know? Like I love that, you know, there's like a loud sound effect every time they break something, you know, or punch something. I don't know. There's something like impersonal about his style. Like I can't get into... I can't like feel his movies. Like they look fucking gorgeous. His movies look epic. You right. know what I mean? Like no one there's very few directors that could put together like an epic image the way Zack Snyder does, you know? Mm-hmm. But his movies like have no soul. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think he's doing that kind of material though. You know what I mean? Like, for example, like Man of Steel, um, for me, has the most that's the Superman movie with the most soul. You know what I mean? Right. Written by Chris Nolan. Written by Chris and and, and uh, his brother. Okay. So. I mean, yes, they know how to. I mean, they're amazing. You know, they know. But look, for instance, right? Like the Martha moment in, in Batman versus Superman. Right. It's like the most like pan, like ridiculed moment of the film. Right. right? It would have worked if Zack Snyder chose to like make an actual scene with Bruce and his mother. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the movie, right? Where, like, he talks to his mother and you see how much she means to him. Right. That Superman scene would have worked when he's like, Martha, whatever, or right? at least it would have had a better chance of working. Right. Sure. But instead, mm-hmm. you give me this super stylized shit with, like, slow-mo about the Waynes getting murdered. Right. And, like, yeah, you see his mom dying, but you never had that personal, like, emotional connection yeah. with it, though. The idea so being, like, we've seen this in so many prior Batman movies, we're not going to do it again, you know? You shouldn't have done it again. We know. Yeah, exactly. Right. We know. Right. You know what I mean? But show me Bruce's connection with his mother, especially if that's going to be the turning point right. of the Batman v Superman fight. Right, exactly. You're naming the mo- the movie basically after this moment, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like... Again, going back to like paying it off, like you got to go up that roller coaster, Mm -hmm. you know, and he tried to just shoot you there and it didn't work, man, because there was nothing to to like latch on to. But like you you said, like some simple scene showing their connection would have done the trick, you know, so like you can shoot people up there, you know what I mean? But yeah, you also have to take into account, yes, we need to make sure we're checking all the boxes and make sure that we're establishing a connection between mm. the audience and the characters. But I'm saying that's exactly what I don't like about Zack Snyder's movies, that yes, they look pretty, and yes, the action, he's great at directing action, and they just look good, you know right. what I mean? But there's they're missing that soul, and I don't think it's because of the material, mm-hmm. because you know he's obviously trying to go for that with that Martha moment. He's trying to, like, tug at the heartstrings there. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, my God, our moms have the same name. I lost my mom. You're about to lose your mom. Like, you got to set it up, though. You got to earn that. No, I agree. But it it wouldn't have taken much to remedy that, you know? And And he didn't do it. Right. Because he chose instead to go with the super stylized fucking music video route. Right. Watching Batman's parents get killed in slow-mo. Why do I need to see it in slow-mo? I've seen it 50 times already. I need to see it in slow-mo now? Yeah. You know? Agreed. Yeah, but there was there, you know, there was some good stuff in those movies, man. But it just wasn't like put together correctly, you know. 
because it was missing, I think, that, like, humanity, bro. I don't mm. get it. I didn't get enough of that yeah. from his movies, you know? Like, Justice League, for example, had, like, zero <laughs> connections. It's a zero. big joke, man. Like, zero humanity, zero connection. You didn't, yeah. care, didn't care less about the characters. Like, that robot guy, I don't even remember his name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whatever. Cyborg. Cyborg, that yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he sucks. Yeah, it was no, I had zero care. You know, I gave zero fucks what happened to him, you know? Yeah. Like, there was some cool stuff, like, when the Flash ran at Superman and he was, like, quick enough to, you know, maneuver or whatever. Yeah. Like, that was, like, a cool little scene, you know? Like, but, like, that's You gotta earn that shit, man. Like, you gotta earn those moments. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why those final moments in Watchmen worked so well. You thought they were so dope, right? But if it would have been nine episodes of that, of just that, it wouldn't have been as dope. Right. I could guarantee you that. It wouldn't have been as dope. You know I don't know, I mean? man. Like, for example, you don't watch, but Mr. Robot, like, for me, delivers, like, every single episode. I don't know. I love that show. And, mm-hmm. like, um, Westworld is another one that they do some building. Like, there are some slow episodes, but they do give something also to the audience almost every episode. But, like, a lot of people say the same thing about Westworld. Yeah. You know Watchmen was uh, HBO's biggest show this year? No. Yeah, I was reading that today. Didn't it was they like wildly w- successful. Wasn't this the final season of Game of Thrones this year also? Yeah. And Watchmen was bigger? That's what I read. I read that a couple mm. days ago. So. Julio, hit us up. Yeah, tell me if that's true. <laughs> I, might be, I might be fucking tripping right now. Yeah. But Watchmen was really successful though. Yeah. yeah. We're going to call this the Watchmen episode. Yeah? Yeah. It's a fucking good show, We're man. We're going to call this Watchmen Talk About Watchmen. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. the applause. <laughs> we don't have a bento box today man all right well, i'm a little disappointed man yeah yo shout out to alex from the dude company we weren't able to attend the last yes. uh fucking event you know what i'm saying we really wanted to be there i had to work what's your excuse i had a bunch of shit to do that day bro <laughs> <I'm just fucking laughs> around, no i did i had a bunch of shit to do that day man uh by the time i got back to the crib it was like yeah. way too late yeah i was with belkis nore on the channel 7 wsbn <laughs> Uh, there's footage there's float. footage of me son <laughs> you know what i mean handing her a drink or something probably you know <laughs> yeah who is that belgies is like some news reporter for channel seven that oh, okay uh has been there for a long time and every year she's on one of our boats for the boat parade up in fort lauderdale you remember maria elvira maria elvira no yeah she was a. I remember elvira i used to have the biggest crush on elvira on elvira yeah who's that she was like this lady that used to wear like this black wig and like had her tits pushed up all the way, like in a black dress. Where'd you go there? Like, where'd you get that from? Because Elvira, Elvira, that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> I think we're, not d- that much I think of a we're done here, man. <laughs> I think we're done here, man. No, man. If you know about Elvira, 561 <laughs> Hey, but <laughs> seriously, uh, I do want to know if the show has changed ever since we started doing videos. So call in and let us know that. I seriously want to know about Elvira. You think I'm joking? Fuck <laughs> that. No, I know who Elvira is. I'm just... We mistress go. We went darkness. from like Spanish Channel to Elvira. Yeah, the okay, the Mistress of Darkness, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's her tagline. I don't know. No shit. <laughs> Was that better? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna master that one. Yeah, that one. You, you know, yeah, you'll, get some, you'll get it. You'll get it. You shouldn't have done that to yourself. Merry man. Christmas. We're practicing. Hey, happy holidays, guys. <laughs> Merry uh, Christmas, guys! For this real. is this is the Christmas episode, I guess, it right? Because it's Christmas coming out. Episode. I mean, yeah. hopefully, I'm not wearing this ridiculous hat for no reason. Yeah, I refuse, man. You tried to play me with this shit. It's because of not. the Marty McFly shit. You tried to play me what? with this stupid ass hat. Look at that. that you hat. wanted me to wear if this. If anybody shit. could pull that off, it's you, man. Nah, man. Come on. It's man. like, why does the hat have Santa Claus's face? Because you're supposed to like wear it over your face. I'm Santa Claus if I'm wearing the hat. You feel what I'm saying? You wear it over your face. Nah, bro. This guy's it's a hat for children, man. <laughs> right. And you had me trying to fit into a fucking kid's hat, bro. That shit looks stupid. I was gonna wear one fuck. too. You almost got me, bro. I was gonna wear one too, man. How do you say that? Nah, it's bullshit. Whatever, man. You should have let me wear that one. That one's a normal one. No, this is the one I, if anyone's gonna wear the normal one. Uh, you <laughs> it's see the person who brought the you're hat. You're trying to play me, son. <laughs> I see what you're trying to do. 
Let's go smoke, man. Yeah. Let's go, man. Yo, hit us up. Uh Human Sushi Podcast. Yes. On Instagram, humansushibar.com. Yes. Five six one seven zero eight zero zero seven two. Call yes. us on the bento box. Leave a fucking message. Let us know how you feel. Yes. What else? We got shit coming up. We got drawings. We're gonna fucking uh uh do the um the rap battle contest. I guess. I guess what, we're doing that. What do you mean? We've been saying we're gonna do that forever. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all we have to do is play. You still have the rap battle saved, right? Yeah, I think they're in there somewhere. I hope so. All right, yeah. cool. I don't want to lose de- that. I don't delete them. Yeah. I know, but you sure it doesn't delete them over time. Oh man. I don't know. Whatever, man. We'll find. No, them. we gotta set that up, man. Yeah. I'm really interested in that. Anyway, <laughs> anything Plus, else, man? I want to drop a verse too, man. I want to compete. Yo, shout out to everybody that's still listening to the show, man. I appreciate you motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, hit us up at all the aforementioned places. And that's it. Let's yeah, get man. the fuck out of here. Leave it on the bento box. Bird. Peace. Later, guys. Yeah.